Hello, beautiful people of the internet. It is episode two, season two of the Buns of Steel podcast. My name is Genevieve Brady, your lovely host. How are we doing this fine day? How are we doing? Are we um, figuring out a way to point our toes at least a couple times a week? Um, are you are you spotting in your pirouette? I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure as your friend, making sure that you're doing this because, you know, someone will come for you. Um, if not me, if not, if not me. So yes. Um, hello. It is the second episode. Wow. It still feels so good to be back behind the microphone. Just telling it like it is. I'm not joking around. Um, let's do a little catch up. We didn't really catch up a whole lot last week because I really wanted to get to um, the amazing uh, Brayden and Michelle episode. If you haven't listened to that, by the way, what are you doing? What are you doing? You got to go check it out. It's on the exactly the same place that you found this episode. So just go back, click back, click out of this. I'll wait and go back. I'll wait. Okay, now that it's just us and we've we're all caught up, we all know what's going on. Um, let's let's do a little chit chat first before we really get into the episode. So yes, we kind of went into like a second wind kind of of things shutting down. Didn't last very long. Um, I think we're getting smarter and I think we're getting a little bit more efficient on how to really treat this app, treat this this virus. So I'm actually going to not talk about it uh, for, very, for very much. This is, a, this is a very insignificant part of the story, but it's it needs to be said. Um, things shut down a little bit. Ariel shut down. Um, so again, looking for kind of things to do. Um, there are some studios that are open that I've been taking class and it's been great. Um, th- truly, truly thankful for those places that stayed open because I would be going insane. I've gotten in shape and out of shape maybe six times in 2020. Um, it's now 2021. I'm trying to slow my roll and just maybe stay consistent. That sounds really good to me. Some consistency sounds really good. Um, and we, we're, we're working through it. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing some cleanup in my life, kind of, I'm making sure my room is clean. I'm making sure candles are lit most of the time, making sure that my sheets are super, super just, I just deserve it. I deserve it. Um, I recently got my hair done at a salon for the first time pretty much ever, um, where they, at at a real salon where they actually style your hair afterward. And it's not like some chain that like cuts your hair and then they push out in the cold with like wet hair, but like no dead ends, which I was okay with for a long time. But now I'm like, I'm a 24 year old young adult. I deserve some, I deserve to look, to put some, to invest, we'll say to invest in my appearance. So I found a salon that was maybe walking distance 0.3 miles. So yes, walking distance from my apartment felt really good just to get out, walk around, see what's kind of in my neighborhood, some places that I've never really been before, hence this salon. And it was a really great experience. And now I feel like the baddest bee on the block. Um, And other news, just like a lot of things like that. I just feel like small little things that I'm doing that I would have never done 
on a college budget, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm kind of, you know, beyond that. And I'm I'm allowed, I'm allowing myself, and I am allowed in general, period, to do these things for myself. And it feels really good. It feels really good. I would not call it self-care. I would just call it just essential because it's a non-negotiable at this point. The way that she that my lady finessed my hair, you wouldn't believe. I'm obsessed with blowouts now. Obsessed with blowouts. She she made me obsessed. I I never applied heat to my hair. This is off topic with dance, but it'll it'll swing back around, don't worry. Um and now I'm like, wow, like I could look like this all the time. I could feel like the baddest be on the block all the time. So why don't I? So I'm just letting that simmer in a little bit. It kind of goes along with my uh who's that girl episode if you're if you're an OG and you remember that. Um kind of just creating your own narrative for yourself and being this proud independent it's that's a buzzword but just like this proud beautiful you invest you care about your appearance you invest in yourself type of person um feels super good feels very good to do that for myself and i've never done that before and it was very good it was a very good experience um anyways back to dance um ben kind of in a little weird getting back into it type of thing after sort of the winter break we'll say um i took i took a break over winter break and i took a break over uh thanksgiving break that break let's talk about that for a second that was an interesting interesting time for me because if i go more than a couple of days without taking class or without um doing any sort of kind of workout. <laughs> I think it's pretty relatable to say that you get this little voice or I at least get this little voice in my head that's kind of like Jenna, you're getting a little flabby, you're getting a little soft. Let's uh let's tighten up, let's tighten it up a little bit. Let's uh go out for a run or let's do a core power class or let's take a dance class or whatever. I had none of those voices in my head. Um over Thanksgiving break. And I think it's because the worst thing that could have possibly happened have happened was was over quarantine when nothing was going on. We didn't know what to do. The only way of getting out to get exercise was like going for a run. You can't run every day. I mean, I learned that the hard way, but you can't. And you just slip into this depression and Zoom classes, but you would slip into this small little depression um of like well what can i do like i'm getting bored i'm just in my house and i'm getting bored um but now i'm like i'm like okay i didn't feel that and it's because the worst happened i got out of shape I'll, i mean i'll admit it we knew it we saw it we understand we probably all sort of got it out of shape and that's okay you know what happens it's what happens um but I was like so relaxed, so relaxed without that little burdening voice that's like, Jenna, let's go. Like you've been on the couch for too long. You've been watching The Grinch for too long. Let's go. Because I know now that I can get back in shape. And if it's only for one week, girl, if it's for one week that I'm just chilling, I was chilling for a month or two. That's an exaggeration. You know what I mean? I, the, the worst thing, I, I hit rock bottom and now I know what it feels like. A week will not kill me. 
And actually, I kind of needed that little week, the little seven days to uh, reset, um, kind of just think about some different things and uh, to understand that I miss that I'm, I miss dance. And that's a really good thing. I think that's a really healthy thing. I also kind of took a break from running, took a small break from core power. So I was like, oh, my God, like, yes, after seven days, I am so ready to get back in my schedule. I'm so excited to get back in my schedule. It's going to be fantastic. And it was. It was because I took a break and I've never taken a break before. Oh, my God. I think the longest break that I taken uh, I took before quarantine, and I remember this vividly, <laughs> after my um, freshman or sophomore year of college, um, you know, the whole thing after finals and, you know, the joy of dancing kind of gets sucked out of you for a while because you're now doing things for a grade and you're now doing things because someone has is now forcing you to go to class and it's a it's like part of your work day um that you kind of like lose the why am I here you kind of lose that why for a little bit and then I remember taking a week off um of dance and I was like I'm just over it I just kind of just want to chill I want to chill after finals. I I did well and I just wanted to like just unplug from dance for just a little. I'm asking just for a little bit. And then I remember it being a week after getting home from college kind of being like, all right, like I should probably make my way back to the studio at some point. Probably take a class. Probably should get back into some sort of shape. Blah, Blah. And knowing me, I was probably going to the gym and not totally relaxing, but just not just taking a little step back from dance. And um, I was worried because I was like, oh, my God, if this is how dance is, I kind of don't want it <laughs> because it's stressful and it feels like my worst nightmare instead of my my dream. Like college can be soul so soul sucking for just like a couple of minutes when you're in dance and in college. Um and that, which is why you have to kind of have to return back home or return back to where you came from and uh, realize the love for it again and kind of just realize, okay, school dance is not the same as dance dance and in the, in the real world. Um, so I was lucky enough to kind of be like, okay, I should go back. And I did. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Yes. I'm here for this. Low pressure, no grades, just taking, dropping class. This is what I'm here for. And lucky for me, that's pretty much what my life is right now. Um, but that, yeah, that was the last break, quote unquote, break I took. Um, so maybe I am a break taker, whatever. I love that for myself. So came back, was great after that. Um, kind of had a moment of getting back into shape, getting back into you just lose a little bit and it, took, it didn't take a bit. It didn't take a while to get back. Took a bunch of ballet classes, took a bunch of contemporary classes from people that I've never taken before, taken from before. Um, and it was just a really great time. And then um, I took another break over Christmas, like the winter break time. Um, and now I'm kind of past that and still feeling pretty good. I am feeling like a little tendonitis-y, twingy feel thing going on in my right ankle. You don't care. But I've been icing it um, to prevent any sort of uh, bullshit from happening there, Um, (laughs) for lack of a better word, really. 
but things have been good. I've been, again, the journey from 2020 to 2021 in the flexibility realm is still is going on. Um, I am so, I am like inches from getting all the way down to my middle split. That has never happened to me before. I feel like an eighth grader, like just getting her right leg split. You know what I mean? Um, but the, like the middle split has always eluded my grasp and, um, or escaped my, my grasp. And now I feel like, okay, I, I'm so close. I've been working on it whenever I can pretty much every day. I'll like try to sit in a straddle, which a year ago was the most uncomfortable stretch ever. Like I was so self-conscious of my straddle, so self-conscious of my middle split because I'm in my 20s. I'm a professional dancer and I don't have one of my splits. That feels kind of jank. That feels kind of not not so good. So I'm feeling very much more confident right now in my dancing just because my, my hips are opening up. I feel a lot. Um, I feel much more open. And as I'm saying this, I am sitting in a straddle stretch right now because the grind doesn't stop, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't stop um, even when I'm recording a podcast. Um, I'm recently getting into more meditation, question mark. Uh, and it's very interesting for me because I love multitasking, love multitasking. Um, like I said, I'm in my middle split while I'm podcasting. Can I just sit? and do a podcast? No. Can I just sit in a middle split and just enjoy the stretch? No. I've got to be doing both because I don't like to sit down and just be still. Um, Even when I'm watching regular Netflix or regular uh, Hulu or whatever, I'm also on Instagram. Why? Why? This is this is maybe why I have a little bit of anxiety because my brain is so overloaded with information that I'm just feeding it constantly. Um, and I have this obsession with efficiency. I think I've said this before on this podcast. I, I have this thing with efficiency. I don't like to backtrack. I like to collect, of course, everyone, we like to I like to collect all of my things before. I go to the bathroom when I wake up so that I don't need to come back into my room and and get my ring on and put my Apple watch on and whatever. I like to get up, put that stuff on, go and do my thing and then only come back into my room when I when I have to or I need to get dressed or whatever. There's these little things in my day where I, I must be efficient. Um, and the meditation is, is not that for me, which is funny because I was watching I was watching a meditation uh, by Headspace on Netflix. And they kind of say that meditation is like, is not about controlling your mind and um, like letting the thoughts, letting them dissipate, letting them go away or like suppressing them or pushing them out. It's actually about thinking of your thoughts is thinking about meditation is kind of like you're watching traffic. You're sitting outside and you're watching traffic and your thoughts are the cars. And your meditation is only just watching the cars. And I like that visual a lot because then they went on to say that sometimes we find ourselves um, chasing after a car, which chasing after a thought or like kind of still thinking about um, something after it happened or what you're going to do later today. And you kind of just keep going on with that. But no, your job is just to watch the traffic, not to follow a car not to stop the traffic, not to, you know, you get it. 
Um, which I'm like so intrigued by because if I was just watching traffic, I would probably also be on Instagram and I would probably also be stretching and I'd probably also be texting people to like hang out. I would, the, I don't just watch the traffic. So maybe that's my problem. Um, there are a lot of good benefits to meditation that I'm really looking to get into more. Um, you know, just like less less stress, feeling more joy, feel more feeling more fulfillment in um, just everyday life. Not not being so focused on details for things, and um, so I'll keep you updated on that. I'm all about health, mental health, physical health, and wellness this year. Um, this is going to sound really annoying, and I'm really sorry. I know exactly what you're going to think when I say it, but um, I decided that. Starting this year, I'm going to try out a vegan diet, a plant-based whole food diet, um, just for lots of reasons, just for health reasons. And um, that's basically it for health. Um, and it's been going really well. Haven't slipped up, haven't wanted to. Um, and I've been kind of weaning off, not purposefully, but um, since my junior year of college, I have not, I never I've never bought any sort of red meat or white meat, only fish. So I've been kind of like a quote unquote pescatarian for a while. Um, but now I'm kind of like, you know what? Like, why? Why? Why am I? I'm already dairy free. Why am I eat, dry buying fish? There's kind of a lot of problems with fish. So I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to fully commit to plant-based whole food veganism and um, see how I feel. I feel really good so far. Um, it hasn't been a huge change, of course, because I've been doing it for a little bit, kind of already. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd keep you updated on that. But um, okay, really good. Okay, that was my catch up. That was my, uh, this is what's been going on for the last couple of months while I've been away from you all. So sad. Um, but I'm back for this season and we love that. Let's let's hop into what this actually what this episode is actually about, which is creating your own opportunities. Let me say that again. Creating your own opportunities. Um me especially, and I can really only speak from my own perspective. So let me just do that freely. Um I I found out <laughs> and I realized about myself that I kind of need permission from other people to do things a lot of the time. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just feel like um I don't have I don't have freedom over some things when I absolutely do. I don't need to ask for permission from anyone. Boom. Period. So, uh when um I say this, I'm saying, yes, of course, still be obligated, still be attached to your current responsibilities unless they don't serve you um, and look for new ones, new, different, exciting ones that keep you busy in the meantime and get, get you excited in the meantime, because right now there's not a whole lot to be excited about. Um, we're quickly changing that because where I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, but for me right now, the way that I'm getting excited about things is finding out um, what video what video projects are happening. Um, 
what video submissions, what video festivals, dance video festivals are happening. Um, and it's been, it was scary at first because I was like, shoot, like, I don't know the first thing. Well, I do. I, I've done video projects before, but I don't know where to, I need a cool location. I need someone to hold the camera for me. Who's going to, who's that going to be? Is my iPhone okay? Is that going to be suitable for the job? And do I need to like borrow a camera from something? Like, like these are the questions that I'm like, okay, choreography, not an issue. I can make up a solo in a day. Um, that's not the issue. But the issue is kind of the logistics around it. So um, finally, I'm getting around to reading that book, um, Real Artists Don't Starve. And one of the chapters in the book is about collaboration and how the starving artist he kind of compares jeff goins is the 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 author but he kind of compares the starving artist to the thriving artist and he he says that the starving artist the starving artist works alone and waits to be recognized and the thriving artist works in collaboration and creates opportunities for themselves and that really resonated with me because I'm a highly independent person, almost to a fault. I don't want to ask people for help. I don't want to ask people to, you know, it's really just like, I don't want to bother them. That's really what it is. I don't want to burden them. I don't want to take up their time. I'd rather just do it all myself and just know I did it by myself than to bother or ask someone else to help me. So I was like, well, then this is my biggest weakness because I really need to get into collaboration, ask, getting involved in projects, asking people for help, you know, all of this stuff. Um, so that's what that's kind of what I I put my feelers out and I was like, um, I put on my Instagram story. I need does anyone have any cool locations that have maybe like a big windows or a painting or just like a cool spot to record a dance or has have has cool architecture that you have access to full disclosure no one responded so i'm like okay uh don't know what to do i kind of close that chapter a little bit and i was like all right i'll I'll figure this out and i'll I'll ask someone to help me you know when it'll it'll come i just kind of feel it i know it'll come so one of my friends in Ariel, Dan Chicago, her name is Katie Harmon, she texted me randomly and she was like, hey, are you available? Like it was like she was asking for like the next day. Are you, are you available tomorrow? My videographer kind of just bailed on me. I'm working on these video pro- this video project and I really need someone to just hold the camera and to be the videographer. And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll help you. It's an opportunity to, you know, see you. It's an opportunity to just hang out um, and help you. So, yeah, sure. Um, I'll come for sure. So I we get to the studio, first of all, and she goes, she goes, okay, great. Like, thank you so much. You know, I booked this really cool place. Here's the address. Um, we're going to have – we're definitely going to have some time afterward to um, just, like, mess around. So you should bring some outfits and – some things you want to be photographed in. Um, and we can take some photos for you too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how cool. So sure. I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, take a, take photos or not, but I'm just going to bring stuff, you know, just to see. So I get to this place. We walk into the door. It kind of looks like an Airbnb, just very like 
studio-esque, um, nice and neat. There's all these old-time cameras kind of as decoration on the wall around the TV screen. And you walk into this big, big like production studio space. Um, in the the main part that you're you're kind of recording as you're using as a backdrop, the wall, the most interesting part was this though everything was white. It's kind of like uh like two walls, a floor, and then the two other open walls that would kind of complete the box are open so you can record and be free in your recording. So uh, you're looking at the walls and your brain's kind of like playing tricks on you because there's no corners on the walls. All the corners are rounded off. And because of how bright the the white lights were and because of just the the color of the white, your brain, you couldn't see the corner. Like you don't, you, you sense that there's a wall and you sense that there's another wall and that there's a point where they're going to converge in front of you or on the floor and you're you can't see it because it just curves so it was very it was kind of like a a mind trippy (laughs) experience but very cool studio Uh, my friend katie worked with this place before and usually get this usually when you rent out this type of studio there is a half day minimum and it's five hundred dollars for the half day what and Kate, I was like, Katie, did you pay? She goes, no, no, no. They gave it to me for free because for three hours because I had worked with them before and I was just like inquiring and just curious. <gasps> Are you kidding me? This beautiful professional production studio is was she was free to use. I was like, oh, my God. OK, so I'm glad that I brought stuff to wear because I got some cool photos Um and we we made something cool with her video project. I was pretty happy with being the videographer. It was just a fun experience. And then we started talking because we're we're very similar in a lot of ways. And she's feeling anxious and wanting to do things as well. And just really want she just really wants to um keep dancing and just keep putting stuff out there. And she goes, every person that I've talked to that I've asked for help. They just say, keep putting stuff out. Keep, keep doing it. Just keep creating. And that's kind of my approach with this podcast. <laughs> because sometimes I don't exactly know the direction I want to go in an episode. Um, but it always turns out. And I'm like, even if I had one listener and it was my mom, I would still do it because it's fun. It's fun to do. It's fun to document. So I'm like, you know what? I am just going to keep putting stuff out. Thankfully, it's kind of taken off a little bit, so that's kind of cool. But um, it's just that's that's the moral of the story. Just keep keep creating, keep posting, keep choreographing, keep reaching out to your friends, um, and something will stick. If you keep throwing spaghetti at a wall, it will stick. So you want that spaghetti to stick. You just keep throwing that spaghetti against the wall. And we were talking, and I was like, I I'm really into these video projects too because this is. This is, I think this is the way that I'm going to um, keep myself busy, essentially. And she goes, yes, like, you know, we can't wait around for forever for rehearsals to come back and, you know, traditional performances to come back. So this is a great alternative. And I go, yes. And I really need someone to collaborate with because I have a lot of holes in my imagination, but 
choreography is not the issue. She goes, oh my gosh, I could totally help with the um, visual effects because I really like doing that. And um, I have a really cool location. And I'm like, oh, like what a freaking dream you are, Katie. Like what a what a godsend from from the above, you know? So I'm like, boom. See, I knew I knew if I were to just keep throwing spaghetti against a wall and asking people and kind of just talking around um, that I would get I would get a cool partner to do things with. So we've been talking. I come I came up with some choreography that she likes. I have a song I think I think she likes. She's got a really cool music music taste. So um, maybe we'll go something with what she picks. I'm not really sure. Um, but it is like this joint thing and it feels really good to have like let someone in to my vision that I was afraid to let in before and not just her. I was just afraid to let anyone in before. Um, and then a bunch of other people kind of came out of the woodwork and, um, we're like, like this one guy, uh, his name's Wilson. He was like, he was like, yeah, so I'm a composer and I want to, and he dances too. He's like, so I want to compose a piece of music for this project. And I said, so I have have like two projects kind of on the, on the back burner. Also my friend Madison, who I've talked about on this podcast, we're going to do something together. So I, so we've got things cooking, my guy, we've got things cooking. Um, I'm really excited for all of it. Um, and I'm just going to keep putting stuff out because that's that's what's going to give my my life a little bit of purpose other than just going to class and teaching. You know what I mean? That can be it can get to be a little a little mundane. Um, so hopefully we can get a cool space to record um, and just and again, if you guys if you're listening, you're like, oh, I have a really cool studio or I have a really cool backyard um and you're kind of in the chicagoland area definitely dm that would be cool to because i just i just need have i need like kind of like a little bit of an arsenal to keep doing cool cool things in space wise because doing something in a studio all the time sometimes dance needs to live elsewhere sometimes dance needs to live um not in a studio and it needs to live um outside or in a department building, or in a, um, or um, in a in a cool street somewhere, on a rooftop, like anywhere. Seriously, it could and it should exist anywhere. And that's the coolest thing about video, and that's the coolest thing about dance is that those things, those both those things can exist pretty much anywhere you slap it. Um, but uh, I don't know. I am for some reason I'm like kind of I always draw a blank on any other detail besides probably costuming and choreography. Everything else I'm like, please help. <laughs> please help. Please help with the direction. Please help with the with the um cinematic like the videography, the angles. I don't know my angles at all. Um so maybe that's something else I need to work on too. <laughs> is um how to work my angles but but yeah so i'm i'm just here to say create your own opportunities find your own opportunities and do it with a friend do it 
in a collaboration effort because first of all, it kind of keeps you a little bit um, accountable, keeps a little bit accountable because now you're working with someone and they're counting on you to pull your end of the bargain of choreography or to bring the gimbal, which is the, you know, the thing to keep your iPhone from moving all around. It kind of keeps the frame straight or um, to pull through with the location because you can't just like show up nowhere with all this choreography and then the other person be like, oh, I forgot to call the place. It's like, no, you, you have a job to do, man. Like get out there and do it. Um, so anything that you do, um, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like, oh, like my traditional, the traditional way that I'm doing my job isn't really working out anymore. Um, it's it's going to come back. But in how long? We don't know. Don't just sit in it. Don't just sit in it. Create another opportunity. Create um, a t- uh, something else that kind of can keep you busy and keep you motivated, can keep you excited. Um, that's what being creative is all about. Like when someone puts a, a block in front of you and a wall and a barrier, you say, okay, I'm going to climb over it. Okay, I'm going to walk around it. There's other ways to do your job and to do what you like to do, especially in a creative environment. That's what we're here for, to keep creating. Whether that means, okay, pivot, film. Okay, pivot, outdoor. You know, all of these, all of these different ways to do the same thing that you've been trained to do without really changing a whole lot. Um, Oh, sorry, I'm coming out of my straddle stretch. But I was in it that whole time for like 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Holy cranolis. Um, so that's all I, that's all I really wanted to say, um, in this episode is to, I just wanted to remind you that there are other things out there, other opportunities. I'm also looking, looking a little bit to get represented by a talent agency. And I'm just putting out there a little bit of manifesting, a little bit of, um, you know, putting it out there in the, in the universe, hello, that I am looking to be represented. I don't know what that's like in Chicago. I don't know. It's a shot in the dark. Quite literally, I have no idea what to expect. I'm literally just going to be sending an email with my reel, my dance resume, um, and probably a couple headshots (laughs) of myself. And again, hoping that the spaghetti sticks to the wall I really only need one. Oh, and you know what? To put it on top, and it's free to do. So I'm just gonna send an email also to a New York, news couple New York agencies, couple LA agencies, um, just because I have this small delusion that I'm gonna go on tour with Ariana Grande as a dancer, um, and that is the truest thing um, that I've said this whole time. <laughs> and I've I realized I follow all these dancers that go on tour with Ariana Grande that they're all represented by like two or three different these only two or three different agencies. Guess who I'm sending my emails to? <coughs> Those people, that agency. That's what I want. Hello, that's what I want. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's my my take home message for for this one today. Um, make sure you're not just sitting by the wayside and waiting for someone to invite you to do things. 
um, to work or to play or to, you know, that you're, you're also like, I kind of want to do this. Um, how can I make this happen? How can I bring some others into it or do it by yourself? But I would, I would definitely suggest just pulling a friend, pulling or an acquaintance or someone that you admire, um, pulling them on the project and just kind of vibing, going crazy. I'm starting out definitely small. Um, this is going to be a three to five minute um, film. Um, so it's a, it's a modest, uh, modest hottest with this one. Uh, and stay tuned for that. But um, I think I'm doing the right thing. I think I'm excited about it. Um, and I will definitely keep you updated on all of that stuff, of course. But that is it for this week's episode, my lovely dancer podcast listeners and dance enthusiasts. Um, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. What are you waiting for? This is your favorite podcast. Give us five stars. Give me five stars. Follow the Buns of Steel podcast Instagram. Follow my Instagram. I also post updates that you pro- that are um, not necessarily... Uh, that are not just about the podcast so there's more of my life things in there too if you're interested uh if you care (laughs) probably don't it's fine um and i will see you next week next week's episode of bunzel steel podcast episode number three get ready for it good night and goodbye